Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. I'm so excited. I'm trying not to hug this woman next to me. Yeah. I'm hugging my arm around her the whole way. I'm so happy that you're here, my love. You are in for an incredible episode with Dr. Kirsty Holland. Welcome. The queen. Thank you. I'm so honored. I'm oh, so honored. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Oh, back. my God. Okay. So not only is she my dear friend, soul sister from another mister, but also, She's my go-to. She is the one who knows all the magic about how to be thriving, just vitality, wellness, health. Like you got the glow. If you can't see this woman, <laughs> go onto our YouTube so you can not miss her face. Tell the people, like, what is it that you do? Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> we grow women wings. My aim is to make sure that every single woman out there can be as vital as she possibly can be. Literally, my why is that I believe that this human experience is not for the faint-hearted. Mm. I really, really do. You know, welcome to being human. <laughs> this is hard enough as it is. Yeah. Without our biochemistry firing on all cylinders, we can't do the stuff that life throws at us in the best possible way. Mm. I want you to bring your most intelligent, beautiful, vital, functioning self to your biggest challenges so that you can literally thrive in this life and be vital for good. Yeah. Oh, vital for good. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, no big deal. Just like your wellness and wings and vitality. I'm so grateful that I found you. Can you tell everyone who's listening, you know, who is it that you help and what is it that you do? I know that's a loaded question yeah, because yeah, medicine yeah, woman. Yeah. 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 Just for someone who doesn't know. Absolutely. All right. If you're over the age of 35, you've either experienced the head tilt, you know, or you've had somebody potentially fat shame you. You've had somebody that has said to you that everything is okay and you know somewhere deep inside your soul that something is not quite right. Mm. It could be perimenopause. Society has this incredible capacity to allow women to suffer in this space. You know, when women tell us that they have period pain or when they tell us that they have polycystic ovarian syndrome mm. or that they have endometriosis and that they're fetal position on the bathroom floor, society has this capacity to... Yeah allow for women to suffer. So this perimenopausal space is confusing. And if you think that it's complex, it is. You're mm. right. But it's these women that I want to help. It's these women that have got these symptoms that are like, what is going on? Like something mm. is not quite right. Like I've been to the doctor. He tells me that my bloods are good. I've been told that there's nothing wrong with me, but I know that something is not quite right. Mm. Mm. And so, you know, you could start to feel something like just not yourself again. You know, you could start to feel 
like your mood has shifted or, you know, your aggro or the moods that you can't seem <laughs> to control. Aggravated. Your aggro, your, I call it relationship aggro or mum yeah. aggro. Yeah. These women come in going, oh, my God, I think my kids hate me. And my <laughs> husband's like, he was the one that booked the appointment. You know, yeah, like, what yeah. the, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted before I even get out of bed in the morning. I'm yeah. absolutely smashed. My jeans are tighter and I haven't changed the way I move or the way that I eat. Or there's never been a time in your life where you have been more inflamed mm-hmm. with less energy. And there's something called the energy crisis. And this happens in perimenopause and it is real. And we need to rescue women from this energy crisis. And like I said before, it's complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. You just need to know what you're looking at and you mm. need to know how to fix it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's so funny because when I sat with you, there was yeah. like 2000 symptoms. And yeah. And even one yeah. of my girlfriends sent me to you. You're like the yeah. secret that all women share. Go see Dr. Percy. I'm like, okay, I'm going. I'm on my yeah. way. Some women tell me on their dirty little secret. Yeah. They're just like handing it around. The secret's out. <laughs> but it was so crazy because I, you know, I'm 30, I'm 40 this year, but Woo-hoo! last year, I know I'm going to be 40 and this June. is what 40 looks like. 40, uh-huh. we are excited. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Kirstie. That's going to be the commercial. <laughs> damn straight, damn straight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, perimenopause. First of all, I have to be honest, yeah. I didn't know what the yeah. hell perimenopause That's was. That's the thing. I only knew menopause. Yeah. That's right. And then I'm like, what is That's Perry? Right. That's right. And then one of my girlfriends was like, I went to see Dr. Kirsty yeah. to get myself ready yeah. for perimenopause. And then I started listening to the circle of women yeah. that we know yeah. and they were sharing. And I'm yeah. like, I started getting a little scared. I was like, actually, <laughs> shit, maybe I need to know about this. Yeah. I felt yeah. I felt the same way, Christine, yeah. with birth. Yeah. I felt like yeah. there was there's a secret yes. that our ancestors yes. and our yes. our grandmothers knew. Yes. And yes. we got industrialized yes. and we, we didn't get told, that, yeah, you know, so right. then we're like that's listening right. to obstetricians and men yeah, that's right. about our bodies. Yes. So I just yes. felt so lost. And that's why I went to see you because I was yeah. like, what the hell is perimenopause? Yeah. So just in case somebody is like me. Yes. Can you explain yes, what that is? Absolutely. <laughs> and believe it or not, you're so right. The Hudson tribe, this beautiful tribe that is still around, right? The Hudson tribe report no symptoms of perimenopause or menopause which I think is absolutely phenomenal. And I think the reason why they don't experience symptoms of perimenopause or menopause, and I'll get to exactly what that is in mm. a minute, is that they are not sending women out into the workforce and forcing female biochemistry to behave like little men because we're not like little men. Mm-hmm. We are so different. And unfortunately, because of the way clinical trials are set up, women are so often left out of clinical trials. So we're not included in the medical space. And I'm here to tell you that, look, I have so many GPs as friends and I work with some wonderful GPs and general practitioners. Mm. And unfortunately, they're not taught about this phase. So as a perimenopausal woman walking into the office, they kind of go, well, she's not really in her fertile years Mm. and she's definitely not hit menopause. So, and if they do, you know, a basic full blood panel, and some basic bloods, and they can't see anything untoward, they're like, would you like to speak to someone? Wow. Would you like to speak to somebody? But there are so many physical symptoms that you are experiencing that can be addressed with diet and lifestyle alone, like lifestyle modifications. And huge botanical medicine, beautiful, Mm. beautiful, beautiful, incredible supplements Mm. that can literally make this experience far more graceful. Yeah, And that's the message too, I think. Like, We can't take away this transition. We're Mm. going through this incredible transition. And believe me, you know, this is an invitation. You know how sometimes your 
your premenstrual period is an invitation to be really <laughs> goddamn honest. <laughs> I think we should use yeah. these phases yeah. to our advantage. This is an invitation to live the life that you have always wanted to mm. live. This is an invitation to make sure that you are supporting yourself in the best possible way. Mm. And you do not need to be sweaty. You do not need to be an anxious, hot mess. Yeah. You do not need to be having difficulty falling asleep or waking through the night or, you know, experiencing your genes being a little tighter. Yeah. You just need to be able to support your brain because Dr. Lisa Moscone, one of the most incredible, incredible leading female neuroscientists, is showing that all of these perimenopausal symptoms are actually brain symptoms. Wow. So we need to be we need to be supported in a way that that supports our biochemistry. We need to be supported by practitioners that understand this phase in the middle. So mm. you're not in your fertile years, but believe it or not, don't get disillusioned. Mm-hmm. You know, you can fall pregnant in yeah. perimenopause. So <laughs> let's just put that out there. Yeah. But you're certainly not at the end either. So I'm here to tell you that it's worthwhile testing your hormones. Mm. I'm here to tell you that it's, it's so important to check your adrenal function, yeah. your thyroid, you name it. Oh, okay. It's so interesting and it's so important because what I'm hearing is like women are suffering. Yes. They don't know what the hell's going on. Heartbreaking. And we go to the doctor, which is the traditional thing that we do. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with Western medicine, but no, no, it's fantastic. I think it confuses us because Life then we saving. think, yeah, yeah, we're crazy. Yes. We have anxiety. Yes. Yes. So perimenopause yes. technically, yes. is that the time frame before menopause? Is it like, yeah. when is yeah, it? Is absolutely. there a time like? Look, generally it happens, perimenopause can start 15 years prior wow. to menopause. And then, believe it or not, and I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, yeah. but those symptoms can actually continue six years after you're officially menopausal. Mm-hmm. And menopause is just one day. It's, oh, really? Yeah, menopause is one day and then you're post-menopause. So menopause is when you have what? reached 12 months and one day without a menstrual period or a bleed. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, so that's breaking menopause. this down so yeah. easily. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I and like then that. everything before that for, for potentially 15 years. So that's why I say if you're over the age of 35, yeah. you could be experiencing these perimenopausal symptoms. Oh, my and God. That makes yeah. so much sense. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's like yeah. an aha moment for me because yeah. we, we get so like menopause, menopause, menopause yes. scared. Yes. And it's yes. really pre-menopause. Yes, that's exactly Which it. is where it starts to show that's up. That's exactly it. And you think yeah. you're crazy and yeah. you're not doing anything yeah. about it or you don't know. And let me tell you something. If you have had a baby or you have been pregnant, right, we know and women generally know now that at that time, their thyroids can be kind of under a bit of pressure, right? So we kind of look for something called hypothyroidism or your thyroid not being functioning as it should be, right? Mm. But thyropause or an underactive thyroid happens so often in perimenopause too, Wow! right? So that's also part of the energy crisis. But what I'm here to say is that the first thing that tends to happen is that our pregnancy hormone or our cool, calm, collected, Mm. kind of like fat in the right places hormone, right? The hormone that keeps our waists in check, the hormone that keeps our fat in the right places, progesterone, Mm. starts to take a massive dive, (laughs) right? And progesterone, she's immune modulating. Mm. So she keeps you cool, calm and collected, right? Yeah. So she keeps your immune system cool, calm and collected. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. And progesterone also, she keeps estrogen cool, calm and collected. And estrogen is really important in menopause, yep. right? But I see a lot of estrogen dominance in perimenopause. Yes. Now, let me explain what that means. So when progesterone starts to take that massive dive, yeah. suddenly we're not feeling so cool, we're not feeling so calm, we're not feeling so collected, 
we're having difficulty sleeping. Hot, we feel like. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, because progesterone starts to dive Mm. and estrogen isn't, you know what? This is how it is, right? You and I are out for a coffee. I'm progesterone, right? Estrogen's over there. She leaves. She smashes the door closed on the way out. And you go, I don't even know why we catch up with her anymore. (laughs) I don't know, right? She's so self-centered. She's quick to fuse. Mm. She's uncomfortable in her own skin, right? She's really shitty. And progesterone is cool, calm, and collected. Mm. Progesterone's got you. Progesterone's the sisterhood. Mm. Progesterone's like, I got you, babe. Yeah. Progesterone's like, we're going to give you this beautiful waist. Progesterone's like, I'm going to keep you so cool, calm, and collected. And progesterone keeps estrogen in check. So that girlfriend behaves when progesterone's around because yeah. progesterone says to her, Hey, don't speak to Erica like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, she listens, right? Yeah. So when progesterone starts to decrease, estrogen can start flailing and being out of control. Oh. So one minute, and this is why it's so confusing. A perimenopausal woman can feel like she's got estrogen dominant symptoms, like estrogen is too high. Yeah. And the next minute she can feel like she's got estrogen deficiency symptoms. Wow. Right. Because estrogen is going up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we want to be cool, calm and collected during this phase. Mm. And we certainly can, we can create more grounding. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for us to take care of our overall health. Yeah. Because nothing in isolation. With women, that. food, and hormones. I love that about you because Nothing. it isn't like, yeah, I'm a hormone doctor and we're going to work on hormones. It's no, like, no, let's talk about the whole, list, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. And it makes sense because yeah. everything, yes. we can't compartmentalize ourselves. No. You know, we are no. multidimensional no. Yes. and we need to overlook the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. You've got to look at how you eat, how you move, how you sleep, how you think, how you supplement. Mm-hmm. Nothing in isolation. Oh my gosh. Okay. So... What are, just in case, if someone's yeah, listening, yeah, like, what yeah. are the top yeah. symptoms that yeah. you see women yeah. be like, oh yeah. my God, yeah. all this is happening to yeah. me? Like, yeah, a few of them. I yeah. know there's so yeah. many, but. Yeah. Look, crazy thing is, is that there are so many kind of unorthodox symptoms of perimenopause, but the main things that start to happen first are like, women go, something's happening with my period. Like, mm. I used to have a 28-day cycle, and now it's 24 days. Oh, wow. As soon as you have a progesterone deficiency, the luteal phase of your cycle starts to shorten. So that's an indication. So you've, you've got less cool, calm and collected, baby. And this is an issue, right? I am on the aggro pills, everyone. Just so you know, aggravation pills are in my pocket. Hamish, my husband's like, did you take them? I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Sprinkle them did on you your face. There you go. Aggro pills today, my baby. <laughs> snapping mom at the kids. Oh, wow, so period and changing. And you know, that right there is the adrenals, yeah. right? What this gorgeous woman is talking about <laughs> is is B5. B5 mm-hmm. just gives your adrenals a hug. Yeah. And, and in perimenopause, I'll tell you this and then I'll go back to the symptoms. You've got to focus on your hypothalamus pituitary, which is in your brain, adrenal, thyroid, and then gut in the middle function, mm. right? So it's it's your this, chakras are just it, yeah, literally, right? That's like a bit of literally. Sh- wow, it's like it's a, like, a shamanic that's like some chakra right there. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. you know the other things. So women go, all right, hang on, what's going on with my period? And then they go, my God, like I feel really low. Mm, like right, I just no energy. Yeah, but I just don't feel like myself. Yeah, like somebody's stolen my rose tinted sunnies. Mm. Like things used to feel easier. Mm. Like why do I feel so? I just feel so blah. And that's quite often in the estrogen deficiency stage, right? Because listen, listen to this: when we are in our fertile years, 
Estrogen, she makes us so accommodating. Mm. You know, mm. your friends call, you've got children between the ages of three and five, and they tell you they're going to be two hours late for dinner. You're like, no problem. I'll recook <laughs> everything. Enter perimenopause and you're like, bitch, bitch. I'm on the couch yeah. with Netflix. Maybe see you again someday. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you, you stop being so accommodating and, and the householder responsibilities. Yeah. Like you just don't want a vacuum, mm. you know, like you just don't give a shit. And sometimes <laughs> women are out there like, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think it is about taking that control too, but. Yeah, the householder symptoms, they start to become less like, yeah, can't yeah. be bothered doing my hair, yeah. can't be bothered doing the house, yeah. can't be bothered. Energy crisis, brain fog. Mm. Like, what was that word? Jesus, like, what was that word? Or just inserting the wrong word very confidently into sentences. <laughs> Definitely me. I'm saying the right word. Vagina, maybe not. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. And look, vaginas. Let's yeah. talk vaginas, right? So we can have on and off. Like, we can go like, oh, was that an anovulatory cycle? Why is my vagina dry this cycle? Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that there's so many beautiful natural pessaries that you can use to keep that vagina functioning beautifully. And don't forget that everything in your body has a microbiome, right? Mm. And a microbiome is about a colony. It's about bacteria, viruses, fungi. These are normal and they're good yeah. things. Yeah. We have them in our gut. The microbiome controls almost everything. Yeah. We have a microbiome on our skin, in our mouths, and in our vaginas. So if the microbiome in your gut is happy and healthy, guess what? The microbiome mm-hmm. elsewhere might be happy and healthy too. Yes, and I can attest to that. Yeah. My podcast listeners know I've talked about like my lichen sclerosis. Yes. And I didn't yes. even know when I went to yes. see you. Yes. That you were like, yes. we can handle that. Absolutely. And I was like, what? Because you won't find that with any Absolutely. GP. No offense. They just have zero idea yeah. Yeah. about what. I mean, I even got a vaginal biopsy, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. fucking as hardcore yeah, painful yeah. Oh, as it sounds. Damn straight. Needle in the vag, not fun. And I was awake. Mm, mm, and mm. to still be like, here's a bunch of steroids. Mm. And so I think it's, mm. you know, the, the stuff that you're talking mm. about is mm. everything. It's like holistic mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why do you feel mm. like we have no fucking idea? Mm. And no offense, mm. women, I love mm. you. I love everybody <laughs> listening, but we fucking don't know shit. Yeah. My, my husband, yeah. Yeah. when he was my personal trainer, not yeah. my husband, he was yeah. my PT, yeah. said to me, let me know when you get your cycle yes. because we're going to change the exercise and the workout. Wonderful. Like my husband. And I'm like, wow. why? Why does that matter? Wow. And he's wow. My, wow. Hamish is schooling me wow. on my fucking period because yeah. I had a traditional yeah. upbringing where my mom didn't yes. really talk about it. Yes. yes. There was shame yes. around your period yes. and yes. pain and all that stuff. Yes. So I literally learned about my period because of my personal trainer who thankfully became my husband. So awesome. thanks. That's good. But I'm like, what the hell? Why don't we know this? Like, what's happening with our wisdom of our bodies and our cycle? And how do we learn more about this? I think there's been this real push, particularly when women wanted to empower themselves and get themselves out of the kitchen. And they entered this patriarchal society where, unfortunately, you just had to you know, buckle up. Like man up. You like, just had to yeah, man up. Yeah. I'm actually saying like, let's women up. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying before, like, let's use this to our advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, let's use the different parts of our menstrual cycle to our advantage. Yeah. And when we start to live in sync with our cycles and we bring this to the table, listen, let me be real. Yeah. If perimenopause happened to men, we would have a public holiday. Okay. <laughs> so we would have a public holiday, right? 
Just yes. saying. Oh my God. Just saying. Yeah. You're so right. Right? Yeah. So we now have, have menstrual, we now have menstrual leaves and organizations are awakening to this idea yeah. of like, oh, well, this woman has her period and she's not coming to work today. Okay. I'm kind of getting it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of getting it, but perimenopausal and menopausal leave, not so much. Yeah. Not so that's, much. And that's when so, you actually really. I'm really, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm here to tell you that your brain is, is doing all sorts of somersaults, you know, mm. so rescuing you from this roller coaster of perimenopause and making the experience far more graceful, but also educating everybody that's involved. Mm. You know, we all need to understand. And yes, we need to be in sync with our cycles. I think I would encourage you to start tracking your cycle and have a look at how you feel in the different parts of your cycle. Yeah. I can tell you that there's a free app out there called yeah. Kindara. Yeah, yeah. You know, no affiliation with them whatsoever, but I use that app with the women in my clinic. Mm. You know, I don't know about you. Do you notice at different times in your cycle, you've got different kinds of energy levels? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I noticed yeah. when I'm very energized, you already know. Yeah. So I went to her, I was like, yes. I've got a lot of energy, but I yeah. wanted to fix the other stuff. Yeah. I notice when I'm fucking emote like i'm talking yeah. i will cry about any goddamn thing yes just straight yes. up be like yes i'm i'm just yes. gonna be a hot mess crying yes yes and yes. then the anger before yes yes and yes. then during i yes. get this jolt of energy yes like yes. the day of my period yes. i can run yes. and lift weights and it's weird yeah but before yeah. i'm yeah. a hot mess yeah yeah and then i have like yeah. and now i'm horny and now this is happening yes. and i make my notes because yes. i yes. want to know what yes. is happening exactly exactly yeah. and it's so amazing i mean this hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access it's talking to you mm. you know and the messages that come through are so clear if you start to listen to them yeah. so you Document know you generally yeah. you're generally horny when you're ovulating we are biochemically programmed that crazy? Yeah. that's when you're supposed to be biochemically yeah. programmed to make babies the system is you know? working yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly right that's exactly right we're animals we're mammals yeah. you know that stagnation that you talk about before you bleed mm. that sort of frustration you know that yeah. that's like in traditional chinese medicine we call that liver chi stagnation so that's the kind of frustration and the liver chi stagnation. You know, they're beautiful formulas like Xiaoyao Sun and Jiawei Xiaoyao Sun that help with that stagnation and help us move through. Mm. And then it's that movement and that flow that you get when you start to bleed. Mm. And in that first part of your cycle, you're like, okay, I've got this. I can work late. I can push yeah. hard. You know, but then once you've ovulated, that second part of your cycle, that's when we really need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. You know, and it, particularly if we have that progesterone deficiency, mm. that's when we're like, man, I can't sleep. Some shit's going down. Something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, what happens to women who I never think God had, yeah. like, I had a great pregnancy. Yes. I, had, I have great yes. periods, like yes. four or five days. Yes. That's it. Yes. And yes. I don't get yes. crazy pain. Yes. There are some women who are literally, yes. and you just shared that. Yes. And I just got an aha moment. Yeah. When I was, my masculine self. Yes. I was that yes. woman that was like, yes. I need to show up. Yeah. I need to prove yeah. that I can do what they can yeah. do, which yeah. is ridiculous because I'm yeah. a woman. Yes. But I remember shaming other women yeah. back in the day when yeah. I didn't know shit. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Still don't know much, but Absolutely. you know, I be, think we know a little bit more. A little bit more. Just a tiny bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, meeting you, just a whole new world of my yeah. body. But yeah. I used to be like, oh, these fucking women who want to stay home and they're bleeding. It's like, oh, yeah. please just yeah. fucking come on. This yeah. is your period. Yeah. Yeah. But because I didn't no, I didn't have empathy because yeah. I didn't yeah. experience any of that pain. Yes. yes. And then I also was in the masculine patriarchal. Yes. Go, go, go. Hustle, yes. hustle, hustle. Yes. yes. And now I don't think that at all. Yes. Yes. But what happens to the women that have fucking terrible, they can't yeah. walk. Yeah. They throw up. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. 
Well, it can be lots of things, yeah. but endometriosis comes to mind straight oh, away. Wow. Like endometriosis behaves like they're sort of chocolate-filled cysts wow. in our uterus, and yeah. they can cause a lot of pain. And mm. we can find endometriosis in the eyeball, for God's sake. Really? Stuff behaves like rust. Wow. Yeah, so wow. you can find it on the bowel, you can find it in the eyeball. And believe it or not, it's an autoimmune condition. Yeah. And remember how I said to you, the progesterone keeps you cool, calm, and collected? Yeah. And she keeps your immune system cool, calm, and collected? Also in this perimenopausal phase, if you do have endometriosis, it's out of control as well because it is kept cool, calm, and collected with progesterone. And as soon as progesterone starts to decrease, you right, get a flare. You get a flare. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. That's right. So suddenly after the age of 35, you're like, why have I got all this strange, itchy, scratchy skin? Yeah. What's going on with my hay fever? It's never been so bad before. Why have I got a cold all the time? Where's all this mucus coming from? Oh, my God. You know? And then don't forget autoimmune conditions flare at this time as well. So your own immune system starts to attack itself when it is super confused. Mm, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and I don't advocate for kind of restricted diets. I'm mm. a recovering food addict. I want women to live in an 80-20 way. I want them to yep. eat the birthday cake. I want them to have a margarita with their lover on the beach. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's in your 20%. But 80% of the time particularly over the age of 35, you've got to be eating the three cups of green, yeah. the rainbow, and then high-quality protein. Mm. We absolutely need protein. It's so important. Yeah. The other thing that happens at this time, you're going back to the symptoms, is this energy crisis. Yeah. So women women feel like they can't, they're not getting energy from their food anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you feel tired after eating or you you have noticed this additional kind of middle banding, mm-hmm. like you know more more fat around the middle, quite often, or skin tags, or the undercoats of your feet are really hard and cracked, Mm -hmm. that can be insulin resistance. Oh my God. So when we're insulin resistant, we can't actually get the energy into the cells and into our brains. So we need to get out of this fat store, right? Insulin resistant phase. One in two women in perimenopause in Melbourne, Australia, and in the States have insulin resistance, which is also called... It's also called metabolic syndrome. Wow. Right? So one in two have this. Wow. So it is so important to get out of this fat store state where we don't feel energized and we don't feel like we can access our energy and we need to get into this fat burn state instead. Mm. Right? Yeah. This woman, you you guys, just (laughs) I can't even tell you. You know what I love about you? That you, I I was saying to my friend on the weekend about you, I was like, every time I talk to you, it's like, boom, and I'm like, yeah. It's this passion. Yeah. And I feel exactly the same about oh, my work with women, yeah, like about yeah, supporting yeah. them to show up and yeah. create the life. Like, like I will talk that's about it. this shit underwater on that's a Sunday it. in that's my sleep. It. That's it. And that's I love it. You're hearing pure fucking, yeah. not only experience, because you have a lot of experience yeah. and knowledge, yeah. but even more knowledge and experience because you care about this yeah, so much. I and do. I just really want to acknowledge you for the work oh, that you do for God. all the women. Thank you. Seriously. Thank it's, you. I, you don't find people that are lit up. You know, you go to the doctor and they don't fucking care. They don't want to be there. Oh they're God. just not yeah. excited about what they're doing. They're just like, oh, fuck, here we go. You're like, good morning. We are making women vital. Like, oh, And it yeah. just comes yeah. out yeah. of your skin. Yeah. And that's yeah. the glow. Yeah. I think your glow Listen, is that do you care. Know what? Like so many of my GP friends mm-hmm. say, like, you are so lucky. Yeah. Like your your job satisfaction is off the charts because you see people change. Yeah. 
You instant. actually yeah. see people change. It's so quick. You know, like it's when amazing. I, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So it, it's so crazy because I think that a lot of women, I really believe that a lot, like beyond 80% of women yeah. Yeah. have no support with this. Yes. I think that they yes. don't know enough about what they're doing. And I think we're doing, yeah. you know, air quotes, the wrong thing because yes. we just don't know. Yes. If somebody's maybe starting to go, oh my God, this is me. Yes. What's the biggest thing that is blocking us, stopping us, getting in the way? Is it yeah. alcohol consumption? Yeah. Is it processed foods? Yeah. Is it, yeah. what do you feel yeah. it is? Yeah. Look, absolutely. So let me just go back to a mini explanation yeah. without yeah. nerding out and, and we driving people nerd crazy. Out, please. We love it. <laughs> my technical data. <laughs> but let me just start with this again. There has never been a time in your life where you have been more inflamed with less energy. Okay. Wow. Progesterone starts to decrease. Yeah. And because progesterone starts to decrease, estrogen is flailing. Yeah. So your brain, because of this estrogen deficiency at times in perimenopause, right, cannot access and use glucose in a way that it once did. It's so you glucose need, is like the sugar. Correct. Yeah. And your brain loves glucose and your body loves glucose. This is fuel, right? So you need an alternative fuel source. Number one, you need to start burning fat as fuel. The best thing that you could possibly do is to access ketones, which is an alternative fuel source, mm. through the back door of intermittent fasting. Now, it doesn't need to be, let me just stop you right there when you go, oh my God, fasting? No. Yeah. yeah. I white knuckled it through fasting when I first found out about it and it is horrendous, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And we cannot, as women, fast like men. Most of the fasting protocols have been designed for men. Yeah. I'm talking about a supported, Fasting mimicking diet, right? And this is no diet. There are no diets. This is a diet-free yeah. zone. So let me explain. The easiest way to do this would be to have dinner early and not eat for at least 12 hours, yeah. right? Half of that is while you're sleeping, yeah. right? So yeah. eight hours of that is while you're sleeping. Just wait four hours before eating breakfast. yeah, And then have a beautiful protein-rich breakfast. And of course, all of the normal stuff that we know, mm. you know, 80, 20, like, Keep that processed food. Keep the margarita in your 20. Yeah. The rest of the time, Monday to Friday, and, and this is just such simple food advice really and food is. knowledge. You do it but, so simply. You know, like three cups of green, right? That could be, you know, literally three handfuls of lettuce, yeah. right? One cup of color. Just eat the rainbow. Please don't vilify potatoes. <laughs> you know, Are they real? <laughs> Women go, oh my God, potatoes, carbohydrates. No. Yeah. You know, this is not about low carb either. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and sweet potatoes are brilliant for progesterone. Mm. So make sure you eat a sweet potato with your protein. At Everyone night. Googles. Everybody. Good for progesterone. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And I mean, you know, see somebody that can support you with, with beautiful botanical medication mm. and basic supplementation. Yeah. Things like Vitex can increase progesterone, but make sure that you test, test your hormones. Please test. Don't guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, make sure you're testing. I have to say, yeah. I, I, I was saying to Dr. Kirsty when I went to see her, I was like, I hate pills. I hate taking, yeah. you know, my other yeah. friend also hates yeah. it. And we're yeah. both like, yeah. how many, how many supplements yeah. do you have? Like, Shit. Okay. <laughs> but I will say yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I just went to speak in March for International Women's Day yeah. and I was feeling so fucking anxious, like, yes. And I yes. don't take any medication. Yes. And I was yes. just like, oh my God, yeah. I've got the synergies yeah. and the, yes. and whatever the other one yes. was. Yes. And I, I yes. honestly felt like yes. I'm good. Adrenal support. Like I'm supported. I yeah. don't have to yeah. hop some pill that is not going to feel real. This is natural remedies. Yeah. Right. You know that yeah. I did my breathing. I did what I had to do. I tapped into who I am, but then I also had that. And I just 
I slept really well yeah, because of it's you. It's cherry on top. I was just like, oh yeah, my gosh, this is, yeah. and it's just good for us to be empowered with something that we can access that is natural, that is going to support us. Yeah. That's not going to give you 14,000 side effects. That's right. So I'm a big fan of natural medicine. And I think how you put it together, and I was someone who hated, like yeah. I was in your office and I went on Amazon <laughs> to order a pink pill box. Like, fuck it. If it's, if I'm going to take them, it's going to be pink. It's going to be work, pretty. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be on brand. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. And, you know, it doesn't have to be too complex. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you can make this roller coaster so much more graceful. Yeah. Cause it is a roller coaster. And I'm not here to say that I can take it away. Yeah. This transition from the age of 35 until you're menopausal, that yeah. 15 year period, we can't take that transition away. Yeah. It's like our initiation. But it's isn't our it? initiation yeah. into our next step and our next phase of life. And I encourage you to, Feel that you have the ability to look after yourself in a way that you need. Mm. I give you permission, right, to take good care of yourself. And at this stage in your life too, like one of the most incredible things is strong personal boundaries and high levels of self-care. You actually know what you need and you are your own best doctor too. Yeah, You are your own best doctor. Nobody has lived in this body for as long as you have. So follow your gut, but don't follow your gut if it's dysbiotic. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure. It's not working. Make sure you heal, seal and repair your gastrointestinal tract first because it's also your, it's your earth element. Mm. It's the thing that earths you. And if your plumbing channels in your gut are clear, mm. you can also detoxify unbeneficial hormones far more easily. Yeah. You don't want these hormones to be roller coastering about your body, not being able to get out through the plumbing because your gut is in such a state. I love you know? I love this because it's aligned. Yeah. When I talk to my women, it's like yeah. about feeling better, yes. loving who you are. Yes. When you love yes. yourself and you yes. care for yourself yes. and you've healed yes. and you're working through yes. stuff. Yes. Isn't it funny that now you want to look after yourself? Exactly. And then now you start to go, oh my gosh, what am I eating? Am I moving my body forever? I used to say last year, last year was the year that I said, yes, fuck that. Yes. I keep saying I'm so busy. I don't have time. That's right. And it's bullshit. Yeah. We we are busy. Yes. We are very busy. (laughs) However, (laughs) we find the time to do things. That's right. And so, yeah, I I was saying to you, I was like, yeah. There's nothing more important than yeah. me being okay. That's not exactly only for myself, right. yes. but I want to be here for a long time. I have kids. Yes. I have big work to do. Yes. I haven't even scratched the surface That's of exactly what I want right. to do. That's exactly so I'm like, right. oh my gosh, yeah. if I'm yeah. not okay. So yeah. one of the things that when we spoke, yeah. Yeah. you know, talked about, I was like, I have energy, but I am a a hustle, go, 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 can't slow down. Yes. And so I don't know if you're like that and yeah. listening to yeah. my podcast, yeah. but yeah. I was in this, I think I was saying to you, high cortisol, adrenal fatigue, mm-hmm. just brrr, mm. not stop. Mm. And I do think mm. after COVID, mm. right, once we yeah. opened apparently, yeah. Yeah. people just went fucking hardcore yes. crazy. Yes. And I feel yes. like so many of the women in my program yes. and that listen yes. to the podcast yes. are just doing, not being. Can you talk to that? Like yes. what happens when we're yes. fucking in our head? Adrenals are yes. crazy. Yes. Cortisol. Yes. Does that? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Firstly, you can become addicted to cortisol. Yes. Right? You can become addicted I'm to an it. Addict, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we can start to create situations in our lives where cortisol continues to be pumping because we've become used to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's the same as like if you've come from a family of origin where there's some trauma and there's some relationships that are toxic or not good for you. You know how women often get into 
bad relationships mm-hmm. when they come out of a, a, a really, you know, a toxic family situation yeah. because they know how to be in it, not yeah. because it serves them. Yes. Right. When you have gone through a phase of increased stress, and we know that we all did during during lockdown. There yeah. was not one person on this planet that was not impacted by lockdown yeah. in a negative way. And the research shows that women were far more negatively co- impacted mm-hmm. by yeah. by COVID than men were, right? We are the caregivers. We are the nucleus of the family most of the time. Yeah. I understand there are, there are some incredible men out there that hold that space, you know, but we really are the nucleus of the family. And if we are good and we are grounded, mm. the rest of community, the rest of society can be too. Mm. And we can become addicted to this cortisol piece. So just make sure that you're looking around your life and you're not feeding into the drama. Yeah. Like if something happens, ask yourself, like, is this, is this life or death? Mm. Do I really need to fuel this moment Mm. or can I step back? Does this actually matter? Yeah. Do I need to respond to this? Yeah. Do I even need to engage in it? Or what is the solution that's going to keep me feeling most peaceful Mm. because cortisol pumping is telling your body that you're in a war zone. Yeah. Right. So your body goes, oh my God, I'm in a war zone. And then guess what we do? We wake up at five o'clock in the morning and we run around the park as fast as we possibly can because our genes have got tighter. So your biochemistry goes, oh my God, you're definitely in a war zone, girl. (laughs) And then guess what happens after that? They go, guess what happens after war? Famine. So make sure you store everything she puts in her mouth. So the message that you need to send to your biochemistry is I'm at peace. Mm. You know, I'm not at war. Everything is okay. I am good. In perimenopause, you need to sleep yourself skinny. I needed to hear that message. You need to sleep yourself skinny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not need to move more and eat less. You probably need to eat more, move less, and sleep yourself skinny. Wow. Yeah. That is a fucking bomb right there. (laughs) Seriously. Damn it, I need to sleep. Seriously. We have to sleep. I'll nerd out for just one second. I love it. You know, these brain symptoms, right? So all of these perimenopausal symptoms, like low mood, anxiety, depression, like night sweats, dry vaginas, brain fog, like, God, what's that word? And Mm. like this absolute exhaustion. Your brain needs to clean itself at night, mm-hmm. right? It is called the glymphatic system. Not the lymphatic system, but the glymphatic system. Yeah. So your brain needs to clean itself at night. If you have got cortisol pumping, right, you are not sleeping. This is for me. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, if you've I'm got looking. cortisol pumping, wow. you're not sleeping yep. because if cortisol yep. is high, melatonin, your sleep hormone is low. Mm-hmm. So at night, you want melatonin high and you want cortisol low. So when you pull cortisol off the frontal lobe of the brain so that you can sleep at night, your glymphatic system is working, you're getting a clean out, you can wake up in the morning, your brain is so clear, you can think like the goddess that you are, Mm. right? And cortisol will rise in the morning and you will jump out of bed. Mm. Now, I've got a tip and a trick if you're ready for it, like in terms of how to increase your cortisol levels and decrease them at the right time and increase your melatonin. So this is, you don't need a cent to do this. You don't need any money. You know, because I want to support women that don't have access yeah, to cash yeah. too. So this is so important because that was once me. Yeah. You know, I've been yeah, a single yeah. mother for 13 years and I absolutely get it. Mm. But I'm here to tell you that you can make your dreams come true if mm. you at least have your health, mm. you know? Yeah. That's so big. what you need to do is you need to get the right light into your eyeballs at the right time, mm. right? So. In order to make sure or to reset your cortisol levels without any hormonal testing, without any supplementation whatsoever, 
And I know that this is hard. And this is particularly hard for women that have small children. But even if you could just open your window or you could go out into the backyard, right? You wake up before sunrise and your eyes see color in this way. They see black, right? Because it's dark. And then they see red with the sunrise Mm -hmm. and then they see blue. And then in the opposite as well at night, as the sun is setting, right? Your eyes go from blue to red to black. Yeah. That is the best, most natural way to reset your cortisol and your melatonin levels. Mm. To be able to jump out of bed in the morning with the energy that you need to get through that day, the cortisol rises. We want it to rise. We want it to stay high. It has a natural diurnal pattern and it comes down at night. And then as cortisol comes down, melatonin can come up, Mm. right? Yeah. So make sure that you're eating before sunset so that your digestive system is leaving you alone and your melatonin can rise. So three hours after sunset, you should start to yawn yeah. and you should be like, okay, I'm getting ready for bed and don't miss your sleeping window. Just like a baby. Mm-hmm. You know how the babies, you know how when they miss oh that God, sleeping yes. window, you're screwed. you know, you're screwed. Yeah. So are we. Yeah. Half the time we go, oh, great. The kids are in bed. It's 9.30. I'll turn on all the lights and vacuum the house. <laughs> but remember, because estrogen's decreasing, you don't have that household feeling anymore. So you don't want to vacuum so the true. house. But yeah. that's a true yeah. thing. Like yeah. me and Hamish always stay up yeah. because yeah. the kids go to bed. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah. Because now, now there's my body and all my shit, but then there's also yeah. a parent life. Yes. And yes. then there's also a, a relationship. A relationship. Yeah. And then there's also yeah. like a business with shit yes. to do. Yes. It's so interesting. And you want to steal a little bit of time for yourself. hundred percent. And you then know? you feel like you don't have any time when the kids are around. Yes. Because then when they're sleeping, it's like peace. Yes. So then you stay up for five yeah. hours after they're asleep <laughs> and it's fucking midnight. And you're like, shit, I need cucumbers yes. for under my eyes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. That yes. is. So you're better off going to bed earlier and waking up before the kids wake up. Yeah. You know, from a natural biorhythm type perspective. I'm like a, yeah, I'm like a super early rising, like, right. Which is great. But then I go to bed late sometimes, like a lot. Yeah. And then I'm just like, four hours being, and I just have all this crazy energy, but it's not like, it's not good. Yeah. I don't want to be the party pooper, but women rarely need eight hours. Yeah. We do. The research is there. However, you know, it is a little bit of research that's starting to come out now that's showing some people don't need Some as much sleep as others. Erica. You know? <laughs> <laughs> crazy people I'm named Erica. I'm trying to make her feel better about herself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> but like, but give me seven at least. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Okay. So that is a really great little tip because I think, is it circa- circadian, circadian rhythms? rhythms? That's yeah. it. That's and it. really that's what we do yeah. with babies. Yes. Am I hearing you say that we should not have a phone in Ooh, our hand girl. at 6 a.m. Oh, or 9 mm, p.m.? Tick, tick, mm, tick, 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 mm, tick. Mm. Blue light. I don't do. Blue Tell light. About the blue light, blue yeah. light will absolutely stuff up your circadian rhythm because you're in a perfect world. You're watching the sunset. You know, it's gone You're in from- the tribe. <laughs> you're in the Hudson tribe. You're in the tribe. <laughs> Where you don't even have menopause or perimenopause symptoms. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that incredible? I always say to my patients and my friends, I go, you know what a holiday is for me? Where I can live within my own biorhythms, where I can eat when I'm hungry and sleep when I'm tired. That's a holiday. Yeah. And that's what these people do. Wow. They eat when they're hungry and they sleep when they're tired. They don't go to work, have to be at the desk from nine until five and have lunch between one and two. You know, fucking prison what we've built for us. (laughs) No, no, I think it was better the other way, but Jesus. My mother always says, you women, you are idiots for taking yourselves out of the kitchen. (laughs) Stay in there. (laughs) Yeah, they're making yourself all these nice, nice foods. Let them go. Wow. Okay. So sleep. Oh my God. There's, there's so much. So here's what I'd love to know. You were a single mother. 
Yeah. How did you come across all of this knowledge? Yeah. Because you're young. You're not like some 90-year-old wisdom. No, no, no. That's right. Yeah. I'm 47 this year. My God. 47 in July. She's odd. Okay. 47 in July. Okay. How did you come across this? Because I know you've done multiple things. You don't speak how you do without multiple layers of knowledge. Yes. Yes. What was your entry into this world? Well, the funny thing is, is that I have a very early memory of going to a doctor when I was unwell, right? Mm. Like I was literally about five or six or seven. And I remember him actually shaming me, telling me that I just wanted cough lollies for my sore throat. And I thought, if that's all you've got to offer me, then that's not good enough. Like you're telling me you can't actually treat me? Yeah. And I'm unwell? Wow. Like I was disappointed, that. right? I could even tell you his name, but oh. I won't. <laughs> See that memory? Because her hormones are good. That's why she can remember. I can remember. I can remember. And then, look, a story's big. I grew up in a very violent household mm-hmm. with high-functioning alcoholics. My dad had PTSD. He beat the shit out of my mom and I. Wow. You know, and he was a gambling man. Yeah. So I've lived through rags to riches a yeah. thousand times in my wow. life. So I know wow. what it's like to have shitloads of money. Yeah. And then I know what it's like to watch my parents pack up the entire house and move into somebody's garage. Wow. We moved into the back of somebody's garage and all of our stuff was like packed into this garage. Wow. And my dad was sitting in the middle of the garage smoking a cigar as he did. Right. And the door was open onto the street and somebody walked in. And started walking around the garage with all of our stuff because they just thought it was a shop. Yeah. Right. And I saw my dad just morph into survival mode and started selling shit out of the garage to keep us alive. Yeah. Yeah. So he just sat there with a newspaper and a cigar and he looked like a guy in this most incredible store selling stuff out of someone's garage. It all came crashing down, awful divorce, no communication. Back in South Africa, yeah. shout out to my South African beauties <laughs> and no counseling, no support systems, no real understanding of the fact that children need to be safe, supported, supported cared for, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And my sister and my mother moved into a place together, like, you know, two hours away from where the boarding school was. And I had tuck locker and I had a key and I had access to that tuck locker. And your family would send food, like, because boarding school food, I mean, come on, it was terrible. And I used to go to the tuck locker and I didn't actually know what I was doing until many, many years later when I'd actually learned about it. So I had this physical experience of self-medicating with food, you know, so I'd go to the tuck locker and no matter what was there, like it could be an entire bag of Granny Smith apples yeah, or it could be like raisin bran for God's sake. yeah. Do you know how hard and how difficult it is to overeat raisin bran? (laughs) It's, it's like, like the cornflakes, right? Like, oh, my God. Oh my yeah, God. I said raisin bran. So, you know, I'd stick my hand into the box and just like rhythmically, because we all know what we all know what it feels like to self-medicate 100%. with food. Yeah. It's all of that stuff that generally you tastes good. Out, you just numb out. out. Yeah. You just numb out. You know, it's, it's, it's those potato chips we want on the couch in front yeah. of Netflix, you know. Yeah. It's medicine. Yeah. But that's the wrong kind of medicine. When mm. I say don't use your food as medicine, I mean don't hurt yourself with your food. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself because I was hurting myself with my food, but I was trying to numb all of these crazy, Pain, yeah. crazy, crazy feelings. Wow. And then I developed metabolic syndrome. Yeah. And I had this middle banding, mm-hmm. you know, so I was obese. I had cystic acne. I didn't take off my clothes at the end of the year party to swim in the pool when I was yeah. in year 12, which is wow. our yeah. sort of final year of high school. Right? Yeah. 
And I remember all the beautiful girls in year 12 did this like fashion show mm. and I wasn't allowed to be in the fashion show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that really hurt. You know? yeah. I, was, I was allowed to be the cuddly MC. Yeah. So I just thought, oh, wow. But I was struggling. I would binge and then I would try to like restrict. Yeah. That's why I can't stand restriction. I know. Here you know, you. It's not, and yeah. that's why I want to eat in an 80-20 way. I'm here to tell you that I eat whatever I want. Yeah. 80% of the time, I do exactly as I teach. Yeah. And I literally live this. And you this. can see it. I like, live yeah, this. You can I absolutely see it. know. Rescuing you from the roller coaster of perimenopause was the same thing that I needed to do to rescue myself as a young woman and a young adult because mm. I actually had so many of the same symptoms. Yeah. So when I started to see perimenopause in the clinic, it clicked for me. I was like, this is insulin resistance. This is maybe polycystic ovarian syndrome yeah. or this is endometriosis. Yeah. This is metabolic syndrome. You know, this is somebody that you've is had stuck. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is somebody that's stuck in a fat store as opposed to a fat burn state. Wow. I've been there. I've felt it. I know it. And I know how to get out of it. So what happened at 18? Then what happened after oh, the Oh, my God. Did you go off to study or after, were you like? No, no. My, my family couldn't afford it. Yeah. I loved textile design. Mm-hmm. Textile design was my first career. <laughs> yeah. And I created all of these doona covers and curtains and things. And I sold them at Southeast Vines. Okay. I sold them at this <laughs> tiny little market. Cool. And I bought myself a ticket to America. Wow. Erica from America. Hey, hey. Land was, of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I was an au pair. Wow. And I Where lived on $80 a week. I did not know right? that. I saved. I traveled on that money. Wow. And, I, and I went to school. Spent three years in America. Wow. And uh, spent some time in London. What a spirit. Yeah, lived in the UK for a couple of years and then went through India, Nepal and Thailand. And that's really where I had my awakening. I was like, Ayurveda, these people, they know about something. They know about something when it comes to traditional medicine. I was on trains traveling from Darjeeling to Varanasi. I hiked from Darjeeling up into Sikkim, wow. overall into Nepal. Like I spent like six months. That's you know, amazing. I was studying Ayurvedic textbooks. Yeah, you name it. Wow. It all started then. It was Eastern mysticism, traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. And then I did naturopathy. I've done functional medicine. And now wow. I'm a practitioner of environmental and nutritional medicine as well. And I just bring it all together. And I identified exactly what I was going through as a young woman being very similar to what perimenopausal women go through. That's why it was just so easy for me to identify it and go, hang on, here is the gap. There's something missing here. Gosh. How did you get to Australia? I met a boy, of course. (laughs) This is what happens. I met a boy. (laughs) In the UK? In the UK. So my son's father was in the UK at the time. But our relationship was Yeah, Aussie, 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 Aussie. Oh, my God. Our relationship broke down when my son was about two I found out he was cheating on me. Oh, gosh. You know, left, yeah. left with absolutely nothing. Wow. Left with absolutely nothing. Just my son and I, I rented this huge big house. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I got students in. Oh, I got international gosh. students in. I rented the rooms out to them. Wow. My this son would go to just... his dad on a Wednesday and a Thursday. Hmm. And I would literally transform my bedroom into a clinic. Wow. Yeah. So I had this baby boy. I just stood up in front of him and I remember, my God, whoa, I remember these were dark times. Mm. These were low, low, low dark times. No family here, yeah. no family support, nothing. And uh, I remember thinking, I just need to present the best version of myself to this little boy every day. Mm. And I'm here to tell you that if I had not had my health, I would not be where I am today. Wow. And that's why I know that this life throws shit at us. Yeah, I know that we have to be as vital as we possibly can mm-hmm. in order to be able to deal with the stuff that life throws at us. Oh, yeah. I just want to honor your story because that's huge. Like, yeah, 
that you've lived and experienced. And what I'm hearing is like how we are raised and the, the environment that we yeah. come in through. Yes. The difficulties we've experienced also yes. start to show up in how we eat and Absolutely. how we move and, and the relationships we get into. Yes. And, you know, how our body then is. Isn't yes. it funny? It's like, yes. of course, it's one machine. Yes. That if your yes. emotions and Correct. thoughts and feelings aren't Correct. great. Correct. The body's going to be affected yes. and the body yes. keeps score as the book is. That's it's exactly like, right. Oh my That's gosh. exactly right. That's why we need to think about how we sleep, mm. eat, move, yeah. think and supplement. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I yeah, love you. Yeah, We're so yeah. grateful that you, and, and I can really hear the warrior in you. That's like that part of you. That's like, nope, I know I'm yeah. built for more. Nope. Yeah. I'm going to go do that. Like to go. Yeah. I kind of yeah. similarly went across yeah. the world and was like, yeah. I am not leaving Australia. <laughs> this failed relationship. And when I see a fucking kangaroo and a boomerang, just think about that. I'm, like, I'm creating my own experience that's here. Right. And, and then, you know, 45 years of age, I fell in love with the love of my life. Mm. You know, That's a happy ending. Well, it's not an ending, but it's a happy. You know what? Yeah. The story ends well. Your story ends well too. Yeah. yeah, you're in control of it, and you can make it happen. So yeah, okay. So people that are listening are like, "Where the hell do we find out about you? Can you work with us if we live in the states?" <laughs> oh, or because absolutely. the yeah. question is like, yeah. Yeah. and no offense, I'm not saying this because she's not asking me to say this. I'm saying this genuinely for myself. One of the biggest things that's important is finding the right people to support you. Yeah. And I know that I give a fuck a lot mm. about what I do. And I think about the women I don't work with. It keeps me up at night. Like I yeah. can cry about thinking about the women who are suffering and don't know about my work. And that's the shit that makes me show up on every day. I show up hardcore because I know there's more women to help. And it's I know I haven't even scratched. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. I know from my own work that, I mean, this is a fucking podcast audio that you're listening to in whatever country you're in, Canada, Australia, Germany, shout out to everybody that listens, shout you know, out South Africa, you. right? Like you're listening and you're like, this audio in my ear is changing my life. Yes. How? Yes. When I'm not in front of you and we're not in a clinic together, yes. the same thing goes for yes. your work. So yes. I'd love for you to yes. share. Yes. How does it work Absolutely. if someone's like, I fucking need your help because you've got the skill yeah. and the experience yeah. and the empathy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I like. You've, yeah. You understand yeah. us. Yeah. Listen, I am in a human suit mm -hmm. and I'm in perimenopause. Skin bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you that I've probably experienced every single symptom of perimenopause. The only difference between you and I is that I know how to make it more graceful and mm -hmm. I do. But I'm here to give you all of my magic. I'm here to give you everything I do. You yeah. know, absolutely. We do consultations all over the world. You can access me through my website. You can book an initial consultation. We have an incredible app through something called Practice Better. We can see each other. We can talk to one another. I DHL, beautiful supplements and botanical medications all over the world. Yeah. So wherever you are, we've got you. We've Amazing. So I'm going to put all the links in the show notes for people because I know we probably the, one of the biggest questions when I talk about yeah. you on social media is yeah. like, what's your details? What's your details? Yeah. How does it work? And yeah. I love that you've been able to create this virtually for people mm. because that's the thing is finding the right support mm. and the right mm. things to mm. supplement mm. and the right information. I think one of the things that we have as women is a lot of wrong information, mm -hmm. a lot of diet culture, a lot of no offense to the Kardashians, but like we don't need to be taking health advice from Kim Kardashian. It's not great for us yeah, <laughs> or yeah. from a reality TV <laughs> yeah, show yeah, or from yeah, yeah. people that maybe we look up to that don't have it together, don't have it sorted. And Dr. Kirsty, if you are in the sisterhood, is coming in to the sisterhood to deliver a masterclass <laughs> with all the goods on what to do to get yourself sorted and feeling vital and amazing. Absolutely. Lastly, where can people find you? Everything is The Holland Clinic, Dr. Kirsty Holland. Yeah. It's uh, www.theholandclinic.com. 
Our Instagram is also the Holland Clinic. Yeah. It's pretty easy to find. Just Google Dr. Kirsty Holland. Yeah. And you'll be able to find us. And we run online programs and I'm doing free webinars every second Monday. So you want more help, you want more support, turn up there. Amazing. Join the sisterhood because this <laughs> is an incredible community. Yes. And I'm here to tell you that I know I'm sitting next to you, but this woman has got the most incredible heart. So mm. join the sisterhood, come into the masterclasses. I'm going to be supporting these women with their health inside the sisterhood. I love you. Yeah, we're going to sort this out. I love you so much. You are the best. (laughs) Best human. I'm so grateful (sighs) that my friend shared your magic with me. And I'm I'm honestly happy that I get to share her magic with you because I truly believe that this information that we need to learn about ourselves about our bodies, about our health, about our vitality, will completely transform the way we show up in the world. It it will transform the impact we get to make because I can be here longer because of you. Damn straight. And I want to be here for a long time. And you're going to be here in a a vital way. Yes. You know, you're not going to just have a a longer lifespan. You're going to have a longer health span. You're going to remember your little boy's names right Mm. up until the end. Yeah. There's going to be no Alzheimer's and dementia here, people. (laughs) See, that also, oh my God, we need another episode. That also has to do with our, isn't it our gut health? Absolutely. Type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's and dementia is just type 3 diabetes. We've got to stop that type 2 diabetes, which is actually the insulin resistance oh or the metabolic God. syndrome in its oh tracks. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's you guys, right. we need another. She's going to come back. <laughs> Wisdom coming out the ears, this woman. Dr. Kirstie, I love you. Thank love you, you too, so much. Lady. Thank you so much for everyone listening. Head to the link in the show notes. We've popped everything there. Thank you so, oh. so much for listening. And I'll see you all next week. See you, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor. One big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 